Hello and welcome everybody back to the nudist colony, the no tea, low tea, rocking around the Christmas tree. Wow. It's a new metal discussion podcast, nudist colony. I think I said the name. My name's Ross. My name's Brent. And uh, yeah, today we've got our good pal, our new pal, the damn dude Dave, Dave Bramley, back on the show. Dave, welcome back to the nudist colony. Thank you guys. You know, I told um when I when I had to you know do the thing where I tell my wife I'm like we don't have anything going on this day do you know and I kind mm-hmm. of have to do that um, when I had mentioned it I was like oh yeah like my friends wanted me to, to record and she like eyes perked up she goes oh they're your friends now like kind of mocking me because I've just been like oh yeah they're like you know my business associates kind of <laughs> yeah. like we kind of just like record like it's to our mutual benefit and she's like just fucking say they're your friends at this point I'm like okay I guess yeah. I guess they're my friends like I I, I, I couldn't look her in the eye but yeah we're we, I admitted it. Yeah. We're fully there now. Oh my god, he admit it. Oh. I just yeah. didn't know if you guys like liked Look. me, because I'm like, I like like them. But you, yeah. you know. Like... <laughs> We're dating. It's okay. We're friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're boyfriends. Yes. But Merry Absolutely. Christmas, guys. Thank you for uh for having me back. Absolutely. Yes, this is a uh Christmas uh sort of theme episode. I guess more of a wrap up year end episode, but it's coming mm-hmm. out around Christmas. Um, so, uh, yeah, today we're going to be covering just this favorite stuff that, uh, we had hap or the favorite media rather we consumed in 2023. Um, cause we are nothing if not a media centric culture and we are media centric boys, men, we're media centric men, MCM. We also them nudie boys. Don't, and we also the nudie boys. Yeah. We can be two oh, things. Yeah. We're men. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> Who's going to stop yeah. us? If 2023 has taught me anything, yeah, is that men can do whatever they want with zero repercussions. Yeah, um, let's go women's suffrage, right? Yeah, I don't know. I got Make nothing. Suffer. <laughs> Catch my drift. All right. Um, yeah. So uh, I figured we would probably just start off. Anybody got anything up top they want to talk about? Anything cool happened to them recently besides uh, Dave making some new boyfriends? Hmm. Interesting. As, as, are you don't, trying to? Don't don't feel obligated <laughs> to out yourself, Dave. But no, you it's know, okay. If, if you would like to. Sure. Well, I know based on what you guys have told me, I'm the only person that listens to this, so this won't be. Um, that big of that big of a deal for me to to get out there, given that I haven't seen some of my friends yet. But we mm-hmm. are officially welcoming in um, a new nudist colony member. Yeah, perfect. Yes, in the summer, he or she, uh, I imagine, will be on an episode within the next year. I would think. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. we're we're trying to raise he or she the, the right way and get them started on a lot of uh, highbrow media, such as uh, <laughs> the Ross and Brent Hour. Or, <laughs> yeah. or around Halloween time, three hours. We're family yeah, friendly. Uh huh. Yes, I, I, absolutely. So in that, that neither <laughs> one of us have families. <laughs> well, uh, wh- what did we get kicked out of? You know, we had to get kicked out of something. That's exactly. You know what? That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> uh, so you know that. That's yeah. Some congratulations. News yeah. All congrats up uh, due to you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, I am hoping that there is, like, one of my friends or distant relatives that I get a text from that's like, so I was listening to the nudist colony. Uh, <laughs> First I, mistake. It's weird. Your mom hadn't said anything to me about this, but. <laughs> I made the mistake one time. I, I needed to grab. I was editing an episode on a new computer that my work had just given me, 
and uh, I, I was like, oh, I need to grab uh, a uh, uh, the, the album cover real quick to stick on uh, SoundCloud when you upload it. So I was like, oh, I'm you know working through a VPN, of course, so the, my my work can see everything I do. And I go Google new dis colony, right? Uh, thinking like, oh, it'll find our podcast. Nah, Google autocorrected Greg, to yeah, nudist it colony. <laughs> Uh, so uh, never got a no, no, never got anything uh, said to me about it. But uh, I was kind of nervous for a few days, thinking that like I've I've been working here for six years, and suddenly I just out of nowhere don't Google any kind of normal porn, but I'm googling just <laughs> colonies. <laughs> like that's what I jerk off to. <laughs> I've heard of naked people. I want to see what they're all about in their natural habitat. <laughs> yeah. I want to see naked families. Wait. <laughs> I, I think that's a normal concern. I was I was talking to my sister this week when she she happened to FaceTime me at work and she's like, "Oh, are you on your computer?" Like, I just I found something funny. You have to Google the French translation of this word. I'm like, I am on my work computer. Is this like, is this okay? And it turns out it was. But you got to ask. Right. Of course. Menage a trois. And what about you guys? <laughs> yeah. Any big news? No. No. We're just doing the same <laughs> bullshit. You know. They say they say no news is good news. My wife and I are thinking we're considering getting a cat, possibly. I so, love that. It's a big decision. Yeah. That's not honestly. Nothing. It's it's like I I don't want to steal your thunder, Dave, but it could potentially be a bigger news bomb than you having a baby. I totally agree. Yet another cat. Potentially. potentially. She, you, your cat was it thirty six? You said the one you have. <laughs> Close. <laughs> that'd be like if I had a 35-year-old like son or something, and I'm like, we're doing it again. At 20, I mean, she, she's old enough to have her own kids, so, you know, I could That's be a, a granddad. You could, I mean, based on, I, I thought about, I don't even know what this cat looks like, and I thought about it all week, just based on <laughs> the one story of, like, this cat just fucking stares at me while I try to sleep. I thought about that for so long. So yeah. I, maybe it'll be nice to get uh, some young blood in the house. That's kind of what I'm thinking is hopefully maybe maybe it'll give her something to kind of uh, mentally do, uh, but I don't know. You know, it's 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 up in discussion right now. We're still talking about it. You know, got got to got to pass it with the wife. Oh sure, you know, marriage, yeah, weddings, know. broads. Cats. Am I right? It's crazy. Brent, how about you? Anything uh, anything big? Was your was your head injury this year? Your head, it was this year, right? Was that this year? That was your th- your head injury was this year, when you almost knocked yourself out uh, on your oh. way to uh, come record. I don't remember which episode it was, but uh, you definitely yes, almost true. knocked your own bloody block off. But no, my my head injury was two summers ago. Two summers a, ago. Yeah, twenty twenty two. The head injury throws my whole wow. time. It's a perception of time off mm-hmm. uh, considerably. Um, I don't know when things happen anymore. I don't leave the house. That's the weird thing about working from home is days just bleed together because sometimes I, I, I don't leave the house Monday through Friday. Um, is it weird and sad? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, when, yeah. when, when preparing for this episode, I had to – not this is the craziest thing. I Not only did I pull my wife aside, I looked on my Chase Bank <laughs> app and searched out the name of our local movie theater to try, try to pinpoint when I went to the movies because I, I think it's since COVID. I don't know when things happened. I don't yeah. know when things came out. And if it weren't for Spotify telling me, like, release dates – Everything else, no fucking idea. Yeah. I had to really research and find out what I have done this year because it's been three (laughs) years of kind of just a blur. Yeah, for sure. I had to double check so many movies. I'm like, wait a second. No, it came out three years ago. (laughs) I feel like half the stuff I end up watching, it's like (laughs) it came out in like December of 22 or like it's something I didn't know existed. So not everything I even consume is brand new either, which does not help. Yeah. 
But mm-hmm. hey, that's kind of what I was thinking. Uh, whenever the uh, the writer strike and then the actor strike happened, a lot of people were like, "Well, we're gonna have like a six month gap where we don't get any new TVs or any or any new TV shows or any new movies." And I'm like, "There is so much shit I want to watch that I need to catch up on. That like I'm kind of waiting for for that 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 gap in content to come so I can go back and catch up on so much other stuff." Do you wish, like, not seriously, but, like, do you ever wish, like, COVID could happen again so you could, read like, redo it the right way if we had, like, an end date we knew how serious it would be? Because looking back, I feel like I could have used that time way fucking better. Well, no. I mean, that's, like, kind yeah. of part of the COVID experience, right, is you <laughs> allegedly have all this downtime, and then most of us, unless we're Bo Burnham, we did not have any fruits provided from that labor. <laughs> so, you know, let's all ease up on ourselves. We were all going through something. I, I still went to work every day during that, so my well, experience is, is different than a lot of people's, I think. But, yeah, uh, yeah uh, otherwise it was if, fine. If I could do it again, I, I, I would have... I, with enough foresight, I would have kept my old job um, where I worked at the uh, arena center um, because uh, I, I was at the manager level when I, when I worked there. And uh, when COVID happened, of course, there were no concerts or events or anything happening. Uh, so they basically uh, put everybody, uh, I forget what they called it, um, uh, some some business term for it, uh, uh, where you're, you're still getting paid. But, you know, if, if something comes up, you have to, like, come into work. But for, you know, a year plus, nothing happened. And everybody that worked there that was at the manager level or above were getting paid full time and did not have to go to work. Damn. And, uh, God, that would have been that would have been incredible just to have a year and a half of, of free time with paid vacation, basically. Would have been. Uh, I, I do wonder if you would have been. At least I think I would have at some point been driven to insanity. If like there's no sports, there's nowhere to go. I can't work. I think maybe that would have been a little bit unhealthy at some point for me. Yeah, I, I think it would have forced me into into like learning, you know, Spanish, which I always tell myself I'm going to do and never do, uh, or, or or something like that, where I could have used my time a little bit, little bit better. But instead, sure. you know, eight hours I'm having to sit in front of my computer. I'm at home. But I, I'm still, you know, logged in and doing stuff. Um, uh, so yeah, I think I think for sure could have, uh, for sure could have used my time better. Uh, but damn, you had to go to work the entire time. They didn't give you any, even like when it first happened, you were still having, you were going in. Uh, so, right, they they gave me the option to try to work from home if I so chose. Uh, it was uh, I worked in the banking industry at the time, and uh, even though our lobby was closed, we would still like go in and you know run our drive through uh if our tellers didn't show up or you know whatever the case and yeah. uh, they gave me the option to work from home but uh formerly i considered myself a bit of a introvert a printrovert if you would and is. uh it, it was uh around this time that i realized oh no i'm an i'm an extrovert for sure and uh i just i truly enjoy being around people um you know except for ross but I, for the most part, I, I really, uh, I really, uh, uh, that helps recharge my batteries is, uh, being around people. Now I'm not saying that I want to go to uh, concert festivals by any means, because that's just kind of the wrong type of people for the most part, at least here yeah. in Oklahoma. But, um, yeah, for the uh, home of the of that, uh, alpha cuck, oh, that's not alpha cuck, the, uh, the, the God smack acoustic vibes, exclusive dates. <laughs> yeah. Vibes, vibes <laughs> with the Z. It is new metal, even though it's acoustic. <laughs> 
It's new acoustic. Yeah, how, is what could it is. De- how could you deny the concert scene in Oklahoma? Exactly. Exactly. Soli Erna, like I saw this. Uh, there was a, uh, a thing. Was that Heavy Times? Is that the uh, the website news article website for like the metal? It's canon now. Just keep going. Yeah, there, there's like a metal um, uh, news site. Uh, it covers metal music. Uh, it said uh, Soli Erna is running out of eyebrows to pierce. <laughs> that didn't really happen. That was a long walk for a stupid joke. So, so you couldn't make up a website for it? Yeah. 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 You had so me bought in, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, enough of that stupid shit. Um, today, we are talking again about our favorite 2023 stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I figure we just start with uh, the most obvious choice movies. Movies. Um, Have you seen them? What you think about them? <laughs> uh, I my my personal favorite, um, the, the 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 movie that really just hit me, and I mean fucking hit me, mm-hmm. was Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, which I know m- maybe some people might be like, "What do you?" But I I I I'll be honest. I fucking cried during that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, like, it just, there was just so much happening, and it, it, it really struck some kind of, like, chord inside my soul. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 I flat out cried. I enjoyed the shit out of it. I had no idea where it was going to go. I was riveted the entire time from toot to snoot. That movie just uh, uh, was incredible visually, just everything. There was not a thing about that movie that I would change or even think to change. It's, it's just, I, in my opinion, a perfect movie. I think the one thing I would change about that movie, because I agree with a lot of the things you're saying. The one thing I would change, though, is that it came out in March of 2022, and we're talking about 2023. Wait, are you serious? Mm-hmm. I swear to God, I looked it up and it said 2023. That movie's that old? I feel like mm-hmm. I'm still hearing about it. All right, well, fuck. I'll uh, count it, but if you want to go again. My favorite movie of the year was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Uh, just a rollicking good time, great animation, killer soundtrack, and a lot of heart to boot. Mm-hmm. How about you guys? Man, that uh, that fight montage scene where it's, um, uh, was it No Diggity? Where the, yes. Like, oh, my God. I, th- I, think, I think it was it, yeah. And, where, where, uh, where it's like, it's like shifting to different like locations as the camera kind of like yeah, around. but it's like yeah. one of those cool animation thing uh, scenes where it, uh, the camera like pans across, and so like the background is constantly moving. But yeah, it yes. flips the locations uh, and and turns, yeah. and it just kind of rotates through there. It was uh, it was incredible, and I wouldn't think of No Diggity being a like a a song to fight to, but the way it's executed is so fucking good. And uh, Ross, yeah. you and I both listen to Scott hasn't seen, which is a spinoff of. We've got to talk. Stop talking <laughs> TMNT on CBB. Anyway, yeah. all that to say, uh, uh, Sean Diston, who plays Sprague on those shows, uh, he's a longtime Turtle fan, and I was shocked to hear that he didn't care for the movie. I was like, "What are you talking about, man? This this is I know almost perfect, damn near perfect." Yeah. It was incredible. Uh, that was crazy. Dave, it, what did you it, think? It, have you it, have it you seen Trent Reznor to do the score? That's wild to me. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Dave, have you, you seen Dave? have you seen Mutant Mayhem? I have not. I've oh, heard good okay. things about it. Yeah, we, then, just t- we just talked about it. Yes. <laughs> um, we were in front of you. I should have been clear. I've heard good things about it from other people. Um, I don't like that. I don't like you talking <laughs> to other people, Dave. you got to cut that out. I know. 
I'm working on it. <laughs> okay, uh, thank the, you. The, the original show was a little bit older than me. Like, I kind of just missed uh, that. I was more in this, you know, as we've talked about, the, the SpongeBob sort of demographic. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. So that kind of missed. I don't have as much nostalgia with that other than, like, some video games and, like, you know, the ironic college posters of, like, there's a pizza in a poster. And they, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> like, real dudes eat or go, what, real dudes... Uh, there, there, there's some oh, kind I know of what like you're talking uh, about too. Uh, 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 like pussy eating joke. Yes. Real, it, it, but yeah, it's it's a meme that people will see. Yep. Um, how about you, Brent? What was your what was your favorite move of the year? Well, I've got uh, a few highlights of the year for me. Um, okay. One of which is uh, my friend and uh, partner on Let's Talk About Stuff, Stephen Fisher, put out a three part. Uh, movie essentially on his YouTube channel. Uh, the movie is called "The Hunt Is Alive," and uh, he did it by himself. Uh, well, I say by himself with his uh, his nephew. So the two of them did it by themselves essentially. Uh, but uh, that was cool to see. Uh, you know, yeah. one of your friends put something together and uh, uh, scarier than I thought it would be for uh, something that was aimed more at like the goosebumps level. So um, we'll have a link to that in the show notes so people can go check that out. Outside of independent cinema, I would say um, my three favorite movies of this year uh, would be Joyride, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and then Godzilla Minus One. Uh, ah, I haven't have, seen that. Have you? Have either of you heard of Joyride? Two words. That, okay. that was the only one I had. No, yeah. I've, I've never heard of that. So this came out in the summer. This was during uh, the various strikes. And uh, so I don't think it got promoted very well. But really, it's just like a a raunchy, like buddy road trip type comedy um, that stars these like four Asian women. And uh, one of them goes to, uh, I think, China to like find her long lost mother and as a little bit of a, a quest in that. But then everybody has their own distinct personalities and even though it stars like all women, it's not a romantic comedy. There's like a, a little bit of romance with like one or two of the ladies, but it, it's very much a comedy in the um, in the way of like a, a, a bridesmaids or something like that, to where it just like kind of appeals across the board. And I laughed my fucking ass off. Uh, I watched this movie over the course of two airplane flights during my vacation this year, <laughs> and uh, I was like. I'm never like happy to leave from vacation, but only in this instance was I looking forward to the flight back just because I wanted to finish the movie. It wasn't streaming anywhere yet, and I didn't have the ability to uh, rent it where I was staying. But uh, but yeah, man, I would definitely recommend Joyride. Uh, again, it came out from 2023. This is not the Joyride from like back in the day with Paul Walker, like Candy Cane. It's not that one. <laughs> It's not that one. Oh, my I God. Like I forgot one. about that movie. No, hashtag never forget. Never forget about Candy Cane. This is the, the newer Kurt. one. You'll you'll tell a difference when uh, you see uh, the, the cast is wildly is, different. Is this, is this Aquafina? Is it? Is it uh... Wow. Wow. No. 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 Oh, okay. Uh, I know there's a good movie with like Aquafina and Sandra Oh that looked kind of good. I didn't know if that was the same. Well, no, I don't, I don't know about that one. But this one has, okay. uh, I think her name is Stephanie... Who or Hugh from uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once yep. that came out in uh, March of uh, 2022. Oh, okay. And, the daughter, um, she was the daughter, right? Yes, okay. yeah. Okay. yeah. She's uh, one of the leads. And then uh, if you have seen um, Only Murders in the Building, uh, 
those characters have a, a neighbor there that's uh, an Asian woman. Martin Short. Very attractive. Yeah, Martin Short. Uh, yeah. He's one of the Asian leads. Wild casting, but hey, if anyone can get away with it, Martin Short. Um, <laughs> Martin Short as Jiminy Glick as an Asian woman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sign uh, me up. And then uh, beyond that, I would say Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I saw this in theaters. Uh, I, and when I say saw this in theaters, I mean I saw like half of it because the other half of the time my eyes were filled with tears at any time an animal got uh, hurt, even just a little bit, even though they were fake-ass animals. No possible way that any animals were hurt. James Gunn is a, a, a professed animal lover, but, man, I've never hated a villain more in cinema than I have when watching this movie. Uh, you know, I just I can't cotton to it. And uh, shout-out to James Gunn. He had done The Suicide Squad and The Peacemaker TV show by the time this movie came out. I really kind of thought, oh, he, he might phone this one in just a little bit. Um, maybe with the, the overall story, maybe with the direction, maybe with the visual effects. But I thought all of that stuff was pretty fucking good. Maybe a little, you know, a few hiccups here and there with the visual effects. Uh, but that's just kind of Marvel's thing now. Uh, that said, I my favorite Guardian is Rocket, potentially one of my favorite MCU characters. And uh, he was the star of the show here, so got to love that. And then finally, Godzilla Minus One. Holy shit. Ugh, I've been dying to see that. How it might it? still be in theaters. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's a theater movie right there. For sure. Have you guys, have you either of you uh, seen like a trailer for this? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I've been excited to see it for a while. I, just I don't actually think I've seen a trailer for it. Real? Okay. That's uh, not the one where they'd have like the, the Green Day doing a, being on the soundtrack with the Godzilla noises, is it? <laughs> no, that's the best one of all time that everyone loves. <laughs> okay, because that's the one I'm like more aware of because of that, but go on. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, I like the like modern legendary Godzilla movies like where uh, Godzilla and Kong they all inhabit like the same world this is totally different this is essentially a retelling of the original Godzilla movie from 1954 I think it was uh, where Godzilla is a metaphor for like the atomic bomb but in this movie Godzilla shows up after the atomic bomb and Japan is fucking decimated. It starts to like maybe try to rebuild, but it still kind of runs into issues. Then Godzilla shows up and he's like, hey, allow me to further ruin your fucking lives. And so they're at <laughs> they're at uh, ground zero. And then he knocks them down to a minus one, which is kind of where they get the title from. Uh, ah, very the, smart. The legendary movies, uh, even though I like the special effects, I love the monsters. Uh, human character is not great. Very skippable to me. However, yeah. in Godzilla Minus One, the human story is fucking compelling. And yeah. I would I would watch a movie just on that. And then, like, you throw in Godzilla. Oh, okay. And Godzilla <laughs> looks rad as fuck, you know? And, yeah. uh, man, I, I was just pleased throughout the entire movie. I... Um, not a big reader, but uh, I, I saw the movie with subtitles, and it was easy to follow along. There's sometimes where... Um, you watch a movie that's been uh, subtitled and the it's just like too many fucking words like yeah. jesus christ guys and like if you have captions uh, telling you about a location up top and then dialogue down at the bottom all at the same time it's like guys what are what are we doing here like yeah. that uh yeah. there's a uh, the 2016 godzilla uh shin godzilla Ugh. i I love that movie so goddamn much. I do too, but I tried watching it with subtitles first, and there's just so much on the screen all at yeah. the same time. It yeah. was a nightmare, so I uh, uh, switched over and uh, watched the dub. I had to buy a second version of it, but they're both like $4 on iTunes, so fuck it. 
I did it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so those are my three favorite movies of this year, nice. 2023. I'll say he looks sick. I just looked up some of the photos. He does look sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He got the, COVID. The, I do like the American Godzilla, but there is something special about the Japanese Godzilla. He's, oh, man. He, he, Seems like more of like a force of nature, whereas the American Godzilla like has kind of a personality, like mm-hmm. kind of, a, a little kind bit of a, like the, the guy. Look, we all stand a thick king, you know. Oh, Shout out 100%. to American Godzilla, but um, he is more of like an anti-hero type of character. You know, it doesn't have a ton of personality, but that's kind of like the feel you get with this. In Godzilla minus one, he's just a straight up villain. He just is there to decimate. So it's, it's like it's like a crazy. going back to the original. Very much so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Triple yeah. D, damn Tri- dude Dave. Yeah, what you got? You know, I didn't get to see as many movies this year as I would have liked. I'm probably going to get made fun of for this choice. But uh, I try I, I try not to watch a lot of serious stuff. I prefer more of the lighthearted things. You know, when you're, you're watching a movie, you're trying to escape the horrors of your actual reality, right? Mm-hmm. Um, watch something nice. It was actually the day we got back from uh, from our honeymoon in Jamaica. We went to like a 2 p.m. showing of Barbie, and I loved it. Oh, incredible. Uh, it, incredible. It was so much fun. I don't think it's mm-hmm. the best movie I've ever seen, and it's definitely a pick of, like, oh, dog, you got to see more movies, if that was, like, <laughs> But as, a, like, a, a stupid, fun, like, simple movie that had mm-hmm. a, still a message in it, one that at times was a bit, like, overdone, I think. Um, I, I thought it was fun. Like, we did the whole thing. We wore pink. Um, yes. I laughed. Yeah. I thought it was just, like, a dumb, like, fun, stupid movie. I thought it was, I thought it was sure. awesome. Dave, the soundtrack was killer. What was the amount of women in the theater you were in versus men? I think there was probably five total people in the theater. Oh, and this okay. Was like, <laughs> this was probably like one thirty on a Friday. Oh, uh, yeah, all right. But, I mean, I went and saw the new Willy Wonka, which was we could talk oh, about wow. that at some point. Mm. A real who asked for this to be made situation. Mm-hmm. I saw that on Friday, and that was opening night, and there there was maybe 15 to 16 people. Wow. In, like, the biggest wow. theater we have here. I don't know why they keep doing that. Like, when I heard they were making this movie, I was like, who's this for? Like, I don't know anyone who's ever been clamoring for, like, you know, what they ought to do is make more walking movies. So, <laughs> I will say. Unanswered questions. As a story, perfectly acceptable. Because I, I felt I was fully, pre- I knew nothing about it. I was fully prepared for, like, do I need a third retelling of this? Yeah. And it's a prequel, if you weren't aware of that. Yeah. Uh, so it was nice to have a shakeup in the story. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't aware it was a musical, so I was kind of pissed off about that halfway through it. Yeah. But, but that's how the the OG one was, right? With uh, Gene Wilder. Had you had you seen that one? Yes, I, I know. All yeah. the evidence was there that I should have figured this okay. out, right. but I didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no. I can't, I was just upset when I got there. But it, it okay. was like per, it was perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Bar- Bar- Barbie. Definitely you guys saw too, from this. Oh, oh yeah, Barbie. fuck yeah, yeah, absolutely. I went um, with uh, with my wife and like three of her friends from uh, like high school slash her like book club, and we went and uh, we had a fucking blast. It was like uh, I want to say conservatively, it was like eighty percent women in a packed theater, and then like my brown ass sitting there like, oh, that was funny. That that was the patriarchy, right? <laughs> And then, like, afterward, <laughs> we get to do that thing where you have, like, the parking lot conversation about the movie. Oh, nice. also, it's, like, just, like, icing on the cake, and it was a, a good time all around. And now it's yeah. on uh, Max, so people can uh, oh, watch it over again. Oh, or sweet. Uh, I didn't realize. Watch it for the first time. Yeah. Um, sweet. So since we're throwing out uh, all tier, uh, I'm also going to give a shout-out to uh, The Killer. 
um, which was uh, this. It was released in theaters for like a week. Um, it's it's a new David Fincher movie with uh, Michael Fassbender. Mm-hmm. Um, it was in theaters for like a week. I was gonna go see it, and literally like it was already gone by the time I I, I went to go uh, uh, get tickets. It was already pulled from theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think they just did that. It, it was is a Netflix produced movie, so I think they did it just so that they could. Uh, uh, go for some, you know, award nominations because you have to have like a theatrical release to get considered for awards. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it, it immediately went to Netflix. So mm-hmm. um, it's it's on Netflix now. Um, if if you like uh, dark, uh, kind of uh, dark, I wouldn't say it. There's some funny parts in it. Um, it's just kind of a dark psychological drama about uh, uh, killing for 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 hire. Um, but it's like very clinical, it right? It's extremely clinical, but yeah. that's also, I could go on. It's basically David Fincher talking about his process. Um, that is the, that is the, the, the theme of the movie is David mm-hmm. Fincher's movie making process. Um, but I'm a huge fan of David Fincher fucking love all of his movies. Yes. Even alien three. Yes. Even Benjamin button. Uh, yes. Even Mank. fucking fight me. Um, uh, but I love the killer. It was just fantastic. Also, uh, Wait, Babylon. Had you, had you ever read the uh, the comic? No, I've never read the comic. Okay. No. Um, I'll, I'll, I'd like to. Um, I, I know the Go movie ahead. basically I'll just comes like the first <laughs> chapter, or the first like uh, arc of the. So it keeps going like the comic keeps going uh, qu- quite a ways further than that. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, also, uh, as a batshit wild uh, choice, uh, Babylon. I don't know mm. if anybody saw Babylon. I have uh, that no. movie is goddamn bonkers, and look, it takes a. L- I've seen a. L- I'm a big fan of like weird experimental uh, movies. I like experimental movie making, mm-hmm. um, and I like weird, crazy, uh, 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 barely sensical ideas thrown into my movies. Uh, Babylon uh, was insane. So it takes a lot for me to <laughs> to consider a movie <laughs> batshit bug nuts insane. Babylon was it. I don't know if I. L- I don't know if I liked the movie. I liked watching it. Um, I don't know if I would call it a good movie, um, but <laughs> if, if you if you just want to like shut your brain off and watch the most batshit, disgusting, bug nuts movie you've ever seen, uh, people constantly getting covered in shit and piss and vomit and blood. And I know, I know, you're making those faces. I know. <laughs> Ten words or less. What's too. the plot? either getting covered in shit or shitting on or vomiting or uh, uh, fighting a snake in the desert and it biting her and she throwing up, vomiting all over the place and somebody cuts her neck open to try to get the venom out. Um, This sounds like your fecal freaks only fans that you subscribe to. Freaks with an X. Hey, within the first like 10 minutes, an elephant full on shits on a guy and covers him in shit. Um... And you masturbated to this entire movie. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I, I don't know that there's a plot. the entire time, my friends. Yeah. Uh, also, Guardians, uh, Guardians obviously, was, was a fantastic movie, but I felt yeah. like it was almost too obvious. Um, uh, but, yeah. So, uh, anybody else got an, uh, any any other movies they want well, to throw in? Or? Real, real quick, and don't spoil it if you've seen it, but yeah. I was told, like, I heard about this last night. Literally, uh, some friends were... In this text thread, and they were talking about Leave the World Behind, which is a movie that's on Netflix, uh, came out this year. Uh, You haven't heard about it. So uh, evidently, it's pretty bonkers. And uh, 
they without spoiling anything they said that it was pretty fucking insane and uh some of my friends were watching that movie kind of like uh throughout the text thread and at a certain point uh they sent a a gif of vince mcmahon falling back in a folding chair I like rolling his eyes like it was just like <laughs> fucking insane. So uh, just put Hell that on yes. your radars. You know, I know uh, I this is our last this. episode of the year, but just as a, uh, a recommendation to all of us, I suppose, uh, maybe watch that and uh, yeah, just absolutely. have your, your nards blown off. You know, Dave, you don't need yours anymore. You've uh, time to retire them. I, I used them the one time I needed them. <laughs> That's well, it's, it. got, it's got Ethan Hawke and Kevin Bacon. How could this be bad? Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. But they said just go in as blind to it as possible and just let the movie unfold before you so that's that's what i plan on doing later this week perfect call me I'll join you Keller, brother yeah all right ross what are we doing next uh let's do uh how about uh tv shows okay um keeping it on the uh uh uh, uh what is it moving pictures 24 frames per second theme um I'm going to go with my – I had a tough one with this because it was only a few shows that I really watched that were from this year. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them I just didn't care for. Like that House of the Dragon show, I didn't really care for that. Uh, there was a few other Wait, ones. Uh, but what? I did House, House of, of the Dragons. Dragon. What is that? That's the Game of Thrones spinoff. Hmm. It wasn't very good. It was fine. It wasn't terrible. It was fine. That's what my Thrones um, fans seem to – or my Thrones friends seem to say as well. Yeah, it was, you know, I watched now, it. But it was, you're, you're talking about House of the Dragon that came out in 2022? Here we go. Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Loki. I, I had a tough time with this, but my favorite show, uh, I think at the end of the day, I'm going to have to go with Loki. Uh, season Loki two. was crazy. Yeah, season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, crazy. Um, I, I was genuinely, like, as the show was wrapping up, I'm like, man, I... Do not know how they're gonna wrap all this shit up, and they mm. ended up doing it great. Um, it had uh, just just a ton of the, the cast was fantastic. Um, uh, outside of you know one of the guys, um, he who shall not be renamed, um, Tom Hiddleston. Uh, yeah, Tom Hiddleston, <laughs> that guy. Uh, no, the other one. Uh, but uh, I will say I really enjoyed him in it. Uh, he's a piece of shit, but uh, I thought he was fucking fantastic in it. I feel bad saying that, but uh, uh, he—I uh, really enjoyed him in it. Um, I still also, haven't watched it. I need to need to watch it. I'm oh man. like you said, I'm woefully behind on TV, especially this year because I overtaxed myself with like movies and shit. But yeah, uh, yeah I uh, hope to rectify that in the uh, the next year. It's a lot of fun, and if it if it if it helps, it like wraps everything up. Like it's the end, pretty much of Loki's story. Like I could see oh, where okay. they could bring him back into something if they wanted to. They don't kill him off or anything, but they they leave him in a place where you're like, this is the logical endpoint for like Loki's arc, character arc, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really satisfying. Like they really wrapped it up. Fantastic. Oh, okay. It, it was it was really good. I know. Um, uh, what if is supposed to be starting season two here pretty soon? And I guess it's going yeah, to be like daily up through like. No, I think it's this month. Oh, was it this month? Oh, sweet. Okay. Uh, yeah. I give something to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, also, this one was a close one. This, but it hasn't finished, so I I, I don't want to call it. But I'm enjoying back. the fuck out of it. Okay. Huh? Uh, oh uh, no no the curse. Oh. Is uh, anybody oh, watching fuck. the curse? No, that's also yeah. on my list. Oh I've heard man. It's rad. Do you need it to is. see uh, Nathan Fielder's hog? 
Oh, it's his show. Okay, now I know what you're talking you, about. Okay. I, I forgot. Uh, I didn't know that was the name of it. I know. It's not like a weird name for him. Yes, yes. But, uh, Given yeah. what else he's done, yes. It sounds, very, yeah. sounds rather dark for a Nathan Fielder show. Yeah. It is super weird and super dark and super uncomfortable. Um, it's, just it's like so, anything Nathan Fielder does. Yep, that sounds, sounds right. It's so yeah. weird to see him with, like, Emma Stone because they seem like opposite sides of the coin. Like, she's just nothing but pure charisma, and then he's just like... He's a, a charisma black hole. <laughs> yeah, kind of, sort of. But that's, like, his... Oddly enough, that is his charm, you know? Is just it being really so, is. like, awkward. Just, but, like, if you funneled the entirety of the world's population of cringe into a human vessel... <laughs> Do you think any of it's calculated? Yeah. Do you think that's just how he is all the time? I feel like that's maybe a, a just something that he like specializes in comedically. You know, he like found his niche and just like went full on. He yeah. like hit the fucking it, nos canister on cringe comedy. It is. A niche. I, I think he's. I think he's like a weird guy that knows he's weird, but like super leans into it because it's funny. Yeah. Um. That's because. I, you can't find a uh, uh, like a video of him out of character, so to say, uh, so to speak. Like even going back, like a decade plus or whatever, he's been doing stuff. Like you can't find anything of him, you know, dropping the act. Uh, so so I feel like it's it's not a full on act. It's it's sort of like he just kind of uh there's a uh, there's a youtuber called super eyepatch wolf who's a fucking great youtuber um has this video called who is nathan fielder mm-hmm. um and it, 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 he does this like deep dive like goes and tries to find every piece of media he can that nathan fielder has ever been a part of and cannot find anything where he like breaks character um it's a really good youtube video i'd highly recommend oh, i'd it. love to watch it Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, like it hasn't the, wrapped up yet. Is is Nathan Fielder the anti Andrew WK? Because Andrew WK all about oh. partying, long flowing fucking locks, you know, Play, plays it loose as a fucking goose at all times. And then Nathan Fielder is the complete total opposite of that. Other than being like white and also having dark hair, he's just personality wise the total I, opposite. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That Such a sense. random thing to bring up. I literally yeah. read last night that like he got. I thought he just got married to. It's Cat Dennings, right? Oh, is that who it was? Yeah, that's like I just. I just like got married. Andrew WK did. I believe like within the past week. It's a rare instance where I read something and I'm like, that's a person my wife knows. I can like tell her. I'm like, I know something that's like you might know about. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she she said last night I had the night zoomies because I was singing party hard like oh. while I was just getting my you know, doing the teeth brushing and everything. Uh, that's two Andrew WK references. Probably the first two Andrew WK references this year, both within the past 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. You are right. It is Cat Dennings. Cool. That is crazy. Yeah, that's wild. That's okay. a, it's a weird crossover of people I know you didn't think would be married. Yeah. I would love to be like uh, a fly in the wall in their house where they're in the bathroom, like brushing their teeth in the morning. One of them pulls up like a long black hair, and then they're like, <laughs> Is this yours? And the other one's like, I think that's yours. <laughs> So that's a sitcom I'd watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two broke. Mm, I don't know. Anyways, uh, also, Ahsoka. Uh, I'm gonna throw in Ahsoka in there. I, I enjoyed that one. Um, okay. okay, that's my list. Brent, how about you? <laughs> okay. Uh, same. I, I really didn't watch a ton of stuff, uh, TV show wise, 
at all this year, let alone anything from 2023. Uh, I will say Ted Lasso wrapped up season three, uh, wrapped up its entire series this year, and uh, still pretty good. Ross, I know you're still hesitant to like watch it because you heard bad things about it online, I guess. I don't know, but it seems to be like most people like it. Sure, it's no The Nanny, but what is? Um, <laughs> I would say uh, Squid Game: The Challenge on Netflix was Are you me, dude? more that's interesting. Both, it's both of mine. What? Is that, that's both my picks. <laughs> Is that both of them? Okay. I can send you a screenshot of that list right now. I've I've got a third thing. So if you want to talk about either or both of those, feel free. Oh, Jump on in. Do your thing. I just was like, there's no way. I'm like, all right, he took the first one. There's no way he's about to say the weirdly specific show I finished two days ago. That's very. Funny. <laughs> no, go, go on. I'll, I'll give you my two cents on them both after. So I take it you both have seen Squid Game, like the actual like drama yeah, series, one, South yeah. Korean, right? I saw it when yeah. it came out after we now finished the challenge because that's like more her world of entertainment. Mm -hmm. I it was enough for me to convince her to now watch Squid Games with me. So we watched two episodes Sunday night. Oh, perfect! And I wanted perfect. to rewatch it, so it's now she's doing it with me. Like I would have. So wait, hold what? So she, holy shit! So she's only seen until last night. She had only seen the uh, Americanized version of the show, where it's like a game show, like That's reality all she show. Watches, man, I mean everything from like the like the Bachelor type shows, which I've watched with her. But uh, she loves stuff. Now this is weird too, because I uh, I saw this. It's called Squid Game: The Challenge. There's a show mm -hmm. I believe it's on MTV that's extremely similar called The Challenge. Oh that she yeah. Watches, mm -hmm. and I wondered if I haven't looked it up. I wonder if that's made by the same people if it's, it's if it's on purpose for marketing uh mm -hmm. she loves stuff like that so when i explain like it's like they're doing the things from the show but there's also that component of like the human interaction of like alliances and people you know having right. to be around each other like she loves that kind of shit so it wasn't a super hard sell okay okay but that got her to like reroute back to the like source material essentially and uh start that so is she liking the actual like squid game like show with actors in it so it took her a minute because uh, she's not really into the gore so like the, the people getting shot it's whatever but you know the guy getting mm -hmm. like his hand rolled into that thing you know when the guy yeah. chases him down like the, the boss like stuff like that was tough for her but we uh she was like hardly paying attention the first 10 minutes when i had the i had the english dubs on and like three different times she spoke up and she's like this sounds so fucking stupid and in <laughs> hindsight because that's how i watched it the first time it, it is a little rough once I put the subtitles on and she kind of had to, like, look at it to pay attention, she was locked mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got so it. we are now doing it that way, which I hadn't seen the first time. So I, now I am doing it with the, uh, I guess, with the original Korean dialogue, which yeah. I will say the one thing I, I miss is, at least to me, all of the voices from the intercom system, the guards, I think they use the same person on the challenge show. Yeah. So it was kind of nice to be like, you know, do the shoulder tap like, or the, the, the Leo. Get me like, that's, yeah. that's the thing. Um, yeah. So it's, it's weird getting used to different voices, but we're, we're managing. Yeah. That's so interesting to me because there's just so much like the uh, game show side of it uh, with the challenge is I, I really like got into it. My wife and I, we watch Big Brother. That's like our one reality show we watch together and uh there was enough of that type of uh social game inclusion with the uh the challenge version of squid game that i got hooked into it pretty quickly uh the release schedule for this was a little bit 
atypical for Netflix, but it, it kind of worked out, really. They released the first five of the 10 episodes together, and then maybe a week or two later, they dropped the next four, and then made you wait a week to get to that last episode. And I kind of like the pacing of that. It, it worked out like it's an extremely bingeable show, and whenever you have the episodes pulled up, the little, like, episode tiles don't spoil anything, really. Uh, which is good, but uh, I thought it was interesting. I prefer the actual like drama series version sure. of Squid Game to it, but I I just like the idea that your wife is now like going back to this and seeing like th- the challenge is very much like the surface level version of Squid Game where it's just people competing in this. Well, I'll say it challenge, mm. uh, but <laughs> the actual like series you see the inner mechanisms of everything going on and like there's so much like wild shit happening outside of the world that gets brought into it so i you'll have to give us an update at some point once you guys get to the end of that series to uh, let us know what your wife thought about the whole the whole thing i absolutely will we um i guess pacing wise i, I understand what you mean we came to the show last saturday we started it so mm-hmm. we were it was already all on uh it was already on all, all, all on Netflix, so we didn't have to okay. to wait at all. We pretty much killed like one or two a day, and mm-hmm. I will say it, it, there was some points like when they had the, the picnic, and I'm like, oh yeah. no! And mm-hmm. she's like, what? And like they're pulling the marbles out, and I'm like these fucking idiots. And I, it, obviously things like that were mm-hmm. taking her a second because I'd be like, so yeah. the real show here's this like, kind of doing that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, have you either of you ever heard of or seen The Circle on Netflix? I've heard of it. I've I've not seen it. It was it, like, it was also like a reality show, right? It's my guilty it's my guilty pleasure. Um, it All is right. essentially a, it's the closest thing to this where they're not doing stunts, but it's like it starts off with like six isolated people like in separate rooms and they're communicating through basically like group chats and they're doing games and they're making connections and you can pretend to be somebody because like there's no live camera, it's just photos, so you can pretend to be like a hot girl if you're a guy who doesn't have confidence. You can oh, play I do it. it all the time. Right. <laughs> Not even so pretend. It, uh, it come, basically what happens each week, like you, you would raid each other and whoever's last is like automatically out. Sometimes it's whoever's first gets to pick. So it's very similar in the way they did those like dorm challenges where there was like a gaming of like, oh man, do I want to expose myself or is this the wrong time for me to get hot and have people like me because all of a sudden the next round, now everyone's worried about me. So that mechanic was... Almost exactly the same in the Squid Games one. So, so, so when hmm. you say the person that came in, like, what were they judged on? Just like, just oh. as a person? Oh, it's like it could be as simple as like maybe it's us three and three other people, and it's like, oh, I'm gonna vote this person last because I didn't get to talk to them much, or it's because I'm really close with Ross and Brent. I'm gonna put them one and two, and hmm. uh, it, it's so it's it, literally like a, a popularity contest. Yes. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so that's really what it is. But it's also a, a scheme of, like, again, you don't want to get hot at the wrong time because if you're first off the bat, all of a sudden there's a target on you. Like, it's yeah. it's, it's a real, I mean, you watch Squid huh. Games thing. It's a real you don't want to be, at the, it's a you know right place, right time. you got to kind of mm-hmm. almost middle your way there until until the end, which is a, right. it's so much luck. But I think that I think that part of it's fun. Yeah. Interesting, man. Okay. I I might have to check that out. I didn't realize that's what it was. I thought it was like some dating show or, or something like that. It's so. stupid as fuck, man. But it's a fun. If you're into that, it's a fun time. It's very similar to okay. the games. 
Okay, cool. I might have to check that out. Um, and then uh, the last TV show I want to mention is uh, a show. I'm only like maybe three, four episodes into this, but Monarch Legacy of Monsters on Apple TV Plus. Uh, this is the uh, the Legacy Monsterverse series. Uh, so it's got like Godzilla and King Kong and references to some of those movies. Mothra? Mothra? Uh, I haven't seen Mothra yet, but <sighs> potentially. Well, Apple Plus, if you want my money, you know what to do. Throw Queen Mama in there. <laughs> um, yeah, it's good. I, I really like it. It's, uh, it, again, the for the most part, the MonsterVerse movies uh, from Legendary haven't had compelling characters, uh, human characters, but uh, the monster stuff is cool to see. This kind of uh, takes care of that in that uh, the humans are very compelling, and uh, we've got two generations of Russell in this movie. His name is Russell. It's a real dog I will name. say... <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Because Russell, uh, uh, or Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell, right? They're yeah. both in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. that's the yeah, movie they did not... together, or the show, rather. I'm sorry. Did... Wait, what? They they did something else together. They've done a couple things together, haven't they? I don't know. Uh, they went like trick or treating when <laughs> Wyatt was little. <laughs> Probably went to camp. Um, couple hockey games. Maybe went to Target. Most of what I know uh, of them is, 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 yeah, that he plays hockey and his dad played a hockey coach in a movie. Uh, yeah. Okay. There you go. Hey, I, I kind of got it right then. What a miracle that you did. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't. I Ross don't got that. Yeah. I, I, I was going to, um, uh, the, with the with the legendary monster verse, mm-hmm. um, I, I will say that the human character is always the weakest part. But I mm-hmm. re- really did like um, Skull Island. That, yeah, that was um, the I thought best the characters of... in that one were really good. I, th- I, yeah. I, I mean, look, give me John Goodman any day of the week, brother. Well, uh, he's, but he's... I, I really enjoyed him in it. You get to see him very early on in Monarch, oh. Legacy of Monsters. So, All right, well, you I know. guess you do have my money up. And it is uh, one of the showrunners is Matt Fraction that uh, Ross and I know from comics. Are you Not fucking like serious? Personally. Yeah. Well, shit. All right. Well, I guess I, I guess I am definitely getting it now. And they started working on this in I think it was like 2018. So before, Holy shit. like, uh, Godzilla: King of the Monsters and GVK came out, they started working on this. And uh, like the special effects look really good. You know, it's mostly like human shit for the bulk of an episode. But there are monsters that show up, and those monsters be looking fine, dude. <laughs> Thick with two C's. Oh my god! Throw a third C on there, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, we know two of yours, Dave. Do you have a third one? No. Um, it was just it was the, the Squid Games <laughs> one, and uh, I got a new phone this year in May, so I got oh, a, yeah. I got three free months of uh, Apple Apple TV, and my wife Perfect. begrudged at the time. I would say begrudgingly, it was like I really want to watch Ted Lasso, and we killed mm-hmm. it in like two weeks. I loved it. Okay, thank you. Thank you for being a, a voice of reason with me on this. I thought uh, it was going to be stupid. And I think I get where, if uh, Ross, I don't know where you're coming from, but I've, the way I've heard people talk about this, I've been automatically out this entire time. And then I watched a little bit of it, and now uh, I loved it. I've heard it's good. Um, I haven't seen or heard anything that really am like, I gotta check that out. So it's like one of those that, like, yeah, I'm sure one day my wife and I will be like, Oh, hey, there's that. Let's watch it. I'm sure I'll enjoy it, but uh, there's other things that just to, uh, speak more to me than... than uh, and it's not that it doesn't. It's just... It's not like I dislike Ted Lasso because I feel like people would hurt me because they're so... <laughs> people are passionate about it. He's mm-hmm. the best guy in so... 
I'm, I'm just being I'm being an asshole. No, I, I just I, I haven't haven't just haven't watched it. It's one of yeah. the I think it's one of the better sh- soccer themed shows. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> well, <ever>. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I put a top. It's, that's a list top. it's like a top. 14 15 for me like it's up there <laughs> oh, up oh there. yeah i think you can't leave it out any 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 further than that yeah my number one world cup one the first one just like where's this gonna go are the, is, are the, is there going no to be a sequel it was, it was an innovative idea yeah then like the you find out like the winner of the whole thing very surprising <laughs> you ask me <laughs> Um, I, I think this might be a, a quicker one here uh, mm. or a shorter one. Um, comics slash books. So any mm. type of reading, whether it be digital, comic, novel, or other. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is from 2023, yes? Uh, well, okay. yes. <laughs> be- right. Because, well, it's, it's a series that bled over into 2023. Okay, so it still that, counts. that's allowable. Um, and also because I'm reading it in trades, the, the, the second trade didn't come out until this year. So I, I last trade, I should say, mm-hmm. um, uh, human target, uh, Tom King and Greg Smallwood, um, just absolutely murderizing, uh, the, the, the comic book medium, the graphic novel medium. Um, these two motherfuckers are both, uh, top tip top of the, uh, uh the com- in the comics industry right now, in my opinion, um, and I think both of them together on this like beautiful fucking mid-century modern take on uh, you know an aging character, but you know still with you know, using modern sensibilities, um, it's just, just fucking perfect. It's just perfect. It's like a mystery, which you know who doesn't love a fucking good mystery? Um, it's, it's it's a twelve issue limited run series, so you get you know entire entire story in twelve issues. And uh, especially if you're getting the, the hardback uh, cover trades, uh, fucking beautiful card, uh, beautiful uh, paper stock, um, beautiful printing. Jo- I, I mean, it, it, it is like I, I just fucking treasure uh, uh, those books. Now, the of course, volume one came out 2022. Volume two came out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would highly recommend, I'm sure DC at some point, once they uh, get their trade game <coughs> picked up, it's a little inside joke because they never will. Uh, DC's trade game sucks. Um, but I'm sure at some point they'll have like a 12-issue uh, omnibus or, you know, collected whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, you know, whether you buy it in the in the volume one, volume two, or you buy it, you know, wait for it and buy it in, in the full one. I'm, I'm, I'll I'm probably double dip on this one and, and buy like the omnibus when it comes out because I just, I, I, I love this story so fucking much. I love the art. Everything about it just on point to me. Um, just, just can't say enough of it. Have you read any, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, have you read any Human Target, Brent? No, no, I've, uh, I've flipped through some of the comics, or some of the issues at my, uh, local comic shop, and I'm like, God, I can't wait to read this, and then I just haven't, I haven't done that, um, I need to. I know all the issues are available on the DC Comics app, but, again, I just haven't made time to go through there, and, because I, because I know I'm going to get sucked in, and it's just going to... Uh, cannibalize my time. It's it's a it's a quick read if that helps. Um, <laughs> Not it's, for it's me, a breezy brother. read. <laughs> Not for me, man. <laughs> yeah, you have a hard time with that. Uh-huh. Public school and all. Um, uh, but uh, uh, yeah, and I mean Greg Smallwood, come on, just just incredible. And, and he's artist. on his fucking a game. Those colors uh, not are that popping. He's not you know, they're like super Jesus saturated, Christ. but also very like pastel feeling. Yeah. 
and it's just like god damn so beautiful he's got that david aha sense of like uh panel composition and mm-hmm. you know he's not just going to draw a background he might just put like uh, a blue line through a, a red triangle, you know, like like mm-hmm. like something that's more stylized, um, but it just fucking works. It's just it's 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 a goddamn work of art. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Also, a runner-up for me would be Ultimate Invasion, which I know may seem like an insane choice, but goddamn it, I love me some Hickman world building, and I love the return that the Ultimate Universe is coming back and Hickman's re- leading it. Um, I think Hickman is probably the best world builder working at the big two right now dave i'm curious um what percentage of what ross is saying right now makes sense to you (laughs) i don't know if he's making all this up to fuck with me i assume it's real um so i'm just like sadly i am not um but uh yeah i i i loved ultimate innovation um i'd like to see brian hitch back you know doing widescreen widescreen comics um and uh yeah like i said hickman world building fucking sign me up it's mm-hmm. boring it's boring as shit but mm-hmm. i loved every fucking second of it i thought that first issue was pretty good and then uh the second third and fourth issues i was like oh boy this is this is like i get it for me I, and i probably wouldn't even disagree with most of the things you would have to say about it but uh, uh there's just something like i said i'm a sucker for world building the most boring thing in the world um but god damn it i i just and i love the maker fuck me give me the maker all day mm-hmm um, but, Dave, uh, you agree, yeah. right? I couldn't agree more, actually. Perfect. Of course. Of course. Perfect. Well, uh, Dave, as we're talking to you, what what do you have for your your read of the year? So I bought a book this year. Oh my god! Are you okay? I haven't we read it yet. Um, I hope to one day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have brought this book on three different trips, and I have not opened it. <laughs> no. No. Uh, what issue of Highlights Magazine are we talking about here? Have you spotted the differences? Is this RT Digest or Jughead? Yeah, Be it's, honest. It's Seventeen magazine. Oh, okay, cool. They cool. still make it it's just for me though. It's a random nineteen ninety eight issue. Sarah Michelle Gellar on the cover. <laughs> Do you think Seventeen magazine? They published like the first sixteen issues, then they published seventeen, and they were like, "Let's just stick with this one. This one's so much easier. <laughs> we, we'll just we be made seventeen copies here. of it." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Seventeen point one, seventeen point two. Yeah, it's how you guys uh, name your episodes. Exactly. So, yeah. So, so what's the book name? Um, it or is, you haven't uh, got that far? It, it's very. <laughs> it, it is by an author named Ben Apatow, who I've never heard of. Um, it is. I. It is basically just the history of the band Body Count. If you're familiar. Oh shit! Oh, the Ice Tea Body Count. One of my favorite Anthrax bands of crossover all time. Really, yeah. Dave? This is so good to know. I love this. Kapka-da! Yeah. No, I love it's. Uh, that is. Yeah, it is that album that is on the cover, and, and this was. I don't. Again, I've only fl- at least merely flipped through it, but uh, I did see like Ice T and the band members promoting it. So it, this, I assume, must include them and their their words somehow, rather than just mm-hmm. something that was written about them. Um, it's fourteen dollars on Amazon. I pre-ordered it. I have it, and at some point, might even read it. <laughs> wow, wow! You're approaching me levels of reading. So uh, congrats, I and also I the apologize idea of reading, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I'm not even. I'm beyond that, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> just uh, huge disdain. But um, I, I just want to say, Body Count's cover of Slayer's "Raining Blood" is fucking exquisite. It, it sounds is. so fucking good. Yeah, I'll show you something cool. There we oh, go. Ice T signature right there. Um, wow! Oh, hell yeah! Wow! I met him in Ohio. Very nice guy. 
Dave, you have like the coolest like fucking setup uh I've ever seen. This is this is great. I'm I not even in, into hockey, but I love all the like hockey jerseys behind you. Yeah. Uh, the like uh, gently used sex swing is different, you know, <laughs> listeners. But uh, you know, a lot that's of cool. I also magazine too. Yeah, yeah, for, for the <laughs> yeah. for the listeners, Dave, Dave has a bunch of hockey jerseys uh, hanging uh, behind him on a rack. Also, looks b- below that looks like a bunch of jorts, I believe. Yep. Are, are, what, we, are, All are you G- Kevin Smith? Be <laughs> honest. Yes. Kevin Smith. Yeah. God damn it! I knew it. No, sorry. Uh, Brent, did you read Kevin anything Smith this year? In the same place at the same time. Well, I have not. I have not. No. Damn, you got something, us there. Something to think about. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Good times. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, I have. Uh, I've. I've read some stuff that I've really liked. Uh, Ross, much like you, I uh, have a comic series that began on the last publishing day for a comic in 2022. It was December mm-hmm. 28th of 2022. So, four of the five issues were published in this year and I'm going to count that because I'm the one keeping score. I'm the captain now. So I want to say one of my favorite comics of this year, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, baby. And look, I love the first series. The second one is just like a next level up of that for me. Uh, That's Ryan crazy. Because the first one was wrote, fantastic. First one was fantastic. Second one increases that to me because uh, Ryan Parrott, Lean, the writer of the, the series leans full into fan service on this. And I'm a fan. Please service me. This is what I want. Uh, we get, oh God, we get Ninja Turtles as Power Rangers again, but this time they get their own morphers. You know, we've got a orange one. We've got a purple one. Finally, fucking love it. Uh, we've got Power Rangers that turn into uh, mutated versions of their respective dinosaurs. So, you know, Jason turns into a T-Rex. That's red in color. You know, Kimberly is a pink pterodactyl. We all fucking get it. You know, Tommy's a dragon. That's green. Fucking incredible. And then, like, we got, like, the Megazord that comes into it. It's just, like, my nards are still hard from it. It's, and I can't, <laughs> like, the series wrapped up in, like, April or some shit. And it's so fucking good. And even more dangerously... And I've told my friend uh, Daniel Sanchez about this. He's a big like action figure guy. I said, if I do everything in my power to not buy anything from the Big Bad Toy Store website, even though I think all of their shit looks fucking incredible, yeah. if I ever see that there are toys from this comic series out in the wild, I will just immediately set my, wa- uh, my wallet on fire <laughs> because... <laughs> I have to buy them. I have to own all of this shit. It looks so fucking cool. Absolutely loved it. Um, In addition to that, there was a new series that started this year from Image Comics called Local Man from Tim Seeley and Tony Fleece. It's really fucking good. It's essentially like a 90s Image Comics character uh, that Ross, you and I have talked about on the uh, like early Hidden Track episodes. Uh, It's like he goes back to his hometown and just has to exist there he gets ostracized from like one of the like big superhero teams in this reality so he just goes back to his small podunk hometown 
and uh, everybody there hates him for some reason and you kind of get like little tidbits thrown your way to find out why along the series and each issue is a flip book as well so you've got the main story on one side you flip it over and you've got maybe like a four page story with a different artist Uh, it's usually tim seeley but sometimes it changes uh where it tells like the superhero side of it's like a flashback type story or whatever damn Uh, that is such a good idea that i can't believe no one's ever done before. i know it's a good idea it's so fucking good and uh, i think the first trade is available so if people want to check it out you can do that they also ross they've published local man gold which is in the style oh. of uh the valiant like, comics uh um, like chromium covers yes yeah so it's like hell yes. red and all the stuff or uh Deathmate in the, the Death- style of death oh. mate. um so yeah i've i've, I've got never them. been so excited for a death mate reference <laughs> in all my life i've uh, i've got those uh stacked up here i'm i'm going to try to read those as soon as i can and then next time i see you i'll, I'll let you borrow those and then oh, yeah. uh potentially like the most surprising and uh invigorating comic i read this year is a new series uh, the second issue only came out like last week i think it's called beneath the trees where nobody sees um are you familiar with richard scary his little like fun oh, animal yeah, character yeah, from course. back in the day um the what a lot of people are saying now a lot of people are saying is <laughs> that it's a mixture of richard scary's like uh, animal characters this guy. mixed yes mixed with dexter so it's a small town, like a uh, bear that owns a hardware shop. She's really like a pillar of the community. And, um, you know, in the, the, the course of the first issue, you see she goes into the big city. That's where she does her killing, straight up killing people. And you get to see all the fucking killing like this. She eventually like chops up this like, I think it's a duck in the first issue, chops it up into like squares, hides each of the body parts in a paint can buries the uh, paint can in uh, this like park in the ground beneath the trees where nobody sees and then goes back to her hometown the end of the first issue just to spoil it and like titillate maybe is that uh, turns out there's another killer that shows up in her town and it's going to bring the heat on her uh, there so damn uh, it's fucking incredible and uh, the uh, it's by uh, I've got the the issue here. I'm trying to find this. Patrick Horvath. And uh, I, I looked it up like a, a couple of months back when I talked about it on Let's Talk About Stuff. And uh, he was like a film producer. He does like small budget film or whatever. Hmm. But he does this and it looks fucking stellar. Like he's been making comics his entire life or something and we just never wow. heard of him. But uh very impressive. Uh, I would urge people to check that out. Uh, if not in single issues, then when it eventually gets its uh, collected edition. Who's, it's who's releasing that? IDW. Oh, okay. Wow, okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds cool as hell. Hell yeah. Okay. Right. Um, so uh, we're kind of getting the, to, to the end here. Um, just a couple things. I don't know. Are you guys? Do you guys play video games at all? Uh, no, I don't. No, rarely, okay. but yes, I played a video game this year. Did, oh, okay. Video game. All right, well, Mrs. Pac-Man. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um, I I I play games. Um, I usually tend to play older games. Uh, or or game. I don't say. I don't mean like older, like older, older, but like games that uh, have been out for a few years that are on sale. Um, I rarely buy things new just because they're crazy expensive. Um, so most of the games that I play are games from years back. Hmm. Um, but. Uh, I did play Mario Wonder, which is the new uh, Super oh. Mario Brothers game. 
Um, and it is, is so where much. He turns into an elephant. Fun. Yes. God. Hell yeah. That looks so fucking cool, man. That does look cool. I am. It's jealous. so fun, and the, the so so it's it's like it's like you know, it's a two D Mario game. So it's like you know mm, your old okay. school nineties Mario games, side scrolling. Um, but uh, they do have a multiplayer function. Uh, they can get up to four people on screen at once. Now you might mm. think like. Oh, that sounds like it would be just like pure chaos and maybe not a lot of fun. But there's like little mechanics involved that uh, makes it just a fucking blast. And I I beat the whole game just by myself. Mm. Um, uh, but then we, we had some we had a uh, uh, my wife and I had a, a couple friend of ours over, and uh, he plays video games. And so we were like, hey, let's 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 all play Mario. And so we, we booted it up, and all four of us played. And I swear to God, we had the best fucking time. Like even if you're not good at the game as long as somebody on the team is good like you, you can basically and that that usually sucks like if one person's good and has to carry the rest of everybody it sucks for everybody else and it sucks for the person that's having to carry but not in the way they they kind of manage it all it's not it, okay it, it's not difficult it's even if you suck at video games you'll still have a fucking blast at it i think i was imagining a uh, like a smash brothers like scenario where you, the four of you are like competing against each other or whatever but you're actually no. playing the level yes you're playing the full wow, level all four i'd be curious once. to see how that works yeah. and um it, it, if like one person dies they turn into a little ghost and then just one other person has to touch them and they come back to life so there's wow. no like lives do they get uh, consent so, <laughs> well you have to play the game to find out. Is that why a lot of us are going to hell is because we're constantly just walking through ghosts without knowing it and we don't ask for consent and then we go up to heaven, St. Peter's like, yeah, you really like molested quite a few ghosts. I know you didn't Hashtag know me it. Boo. That and the 9-11 jokes. <laughs> Ross, holy shit. Wow. All right. Okay, Swish. good. Um, also, Armored Core 6. Um no one probably knows what that is, but it's a big mech game where you get to customize these giant fucking robots that just murder everything, and you just get to run through and murder tanks and planes and other mechs and blow up buildings. Um, and I, I like big robots, so that was a good one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, what game did you play, Dave? Um, I played uh, Dead Island 2. I don't know if you're... Oh, how was that? I fucking loved it. The original, which I think came out in 2008. um, Yeah. It's my favorite game of all time. Because I love, like, the zombie games, but they're always like, yeah, I'm a little bitch boy. Like, they're usually pretty scary. (laughs) But having the zombie experience take place on, like, a beach where, like, it's sunny. Like, I think that's a fun enough component where, like, you can still make the game scary at times, but it's a very uh, playful, like, take on that genre. I've been waiting right. for this game to come out for, I mean, I think it was 2015. Has it been in, it been in development since, like, yeah, like 10 years or something crazy? A trailer came out in 2015 for the second one, and then yeah, they never finished right. it. It changed developers, like, three times. And then even as, I think the pre-order, it came out in 2022, and I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm giving them money. I will give them money mm. when it's out, because I don't trust yeah. that it, it did. And then mm-hmm. in April, it did. And I, it was quick. Um, some DLC came out for it like two weeks ago that I, I blew through in like two hours. I love it though. That's awesome. What are you playing this on? Um, so I'm playing it on PS4. Um, I, oh, have, okay. I have a computer that can run it, but I use the same two monitors for work. So that means I can't turn around and play. Um, okay. 
if I'm at work, well, if it's on my computer, so I bought it there so I can also play while I'm at work. That's, nice. that's smart. It's fucking smart, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, j- just a couple quick things. Uh, obviously, I've talked about it enough, uh, but Gunpla, that has been my biggest, um, my biggest joy this year is building little plastic robots. Um, I, I just am obsessed with them. Um, also, I want to give a quick shout out to um, there's a YouTuber H Bomber guy. I think I've talked to him about him. Mm. Talked about him on the show before. Yeah. Um, but he just had a video come out. Uh, I believe it was last week uh, called Plagiarism and YouTube. It's like three and a half hours long. Yeah. Um, I put it in which, my queue. I haven't watched it yet, but yeah. Yeah, and I think I, I recommended that um, the, like uh, the Tommy Tallarico. Yeah. The, the I recommended that to you, and you said you weren't planning on watching it all, and you started it, and you ended up just crushing the entire like three hours it because was, it was so. I I told my so wife about it, and she I was like it's three and a half hours long. She's like I don't know. I was like well, watch the first ten minutes of it, and we started watching it, and literally laid in bed for three and a half hours on my phone watching the entire uh, video that came out last year. Um, mm-hmm. I would say I probably enjoyed that one a little bit more just because it's a little bit more funny. But this one is super informative, and he really goes over, you know, what does plagiarism mean? What does it look like? That might not sound like the most interesting topic in the world, but um, he does it in, like, an extremely funny and interesting mm-hmm. way, like, to where he, he's just such a great he, – he really – the guy just needs to be hired to make documentaries at this point. Yeah, um, for sure. Because he, he just – he's an excellent researcher. He's yeah. absurdly funny. Um, and he could just put together the most something that you wouldn't think would be at all interesting, and he will just suck you into it and make you completely devoted to whatever he's talking about for as long as he talks about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would recommend that. It's it, it, it's just a lot of fun, uh, fun watch. But so okay, okay, okay. So 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 we're at the end here. I was saving the best for last. Mountain Since this is a flavors. musical podcast, <laughs> that was on my list to ask. I I looked for the fruitcake Mountain Dew again this year. I haven't found anything. I haven't found any like holiday seasonal varietal yeah. of Mountain Dew this year. But uh, I can say there's yeah. a fruitcake Mountain Dew right below you on my screen, Brent. It looks like a oh my gosh. <laughs> Damn, you got him! I know, got that ass. ass. Got it ass. Got me. I'm raising the roof over here. Yeah. This is a relevant thing. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. I like fruitcake. Whatever. I like fruitcake. I like candy corn. Fuck off. People who don't like fun things. Um, <laughs> fun, gross things. That, that's, um, that's the funnest But I was saving the best for last. Of. Obviously, we're a music-based podcast. So the final... Um, Countdown. The final one I'm going to talk about is okay. your favorite restaurants. So favorite restaurants. Go. Favorite, Wendy's. 2023. Had open 2023. No. Obviously, Apple. Wendy's to go. That Damn new McDonald's it. thing they're doing. I don't even remember what it's called. Oh, uh, what? Cosmics. Yeah, that thing. I'll vote yeah. for that. That's the only one I know. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. What? Really? No. I'm, I'm, uh... It's like a McDonald's doing a take on Starbucks. Yeah. Ish kind of thing. Oh, they're, interesting. They're going to have like... coffee kind of fucking rules, honestly. That's what any, I've heard. Any of, coffee that's a dollar, uh, it's probably something I'm fine yeah. with. You can't be too mad at it, you sure. know? And you get an egg big muffin with it? It can't Come be. On. Yeah. Come on. McGriddles, but, uh, McGriddles. What are we doing? Come on. Number one, animal. hungover breakfast food, in my opinion. Yeah. Look, yeah. I usually end up getting McGriddles, but yeah. you know, egg McMuffin is just a classic. Um, anyways, <laughs> all right. That's all I want to talk about. See you guys. No. Okay. Um, favorite albums of the year. Um, mm. So 
I had a really tough time with this because like my two favorites are like neck and neck. Um, mm. But I ended up going and looking at the one I listened to the most. And that was King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, Petro Draconic Apocalypse, or Dawn of Eternal Night and Annihilation of Planet Earth and the Beginning of Merciless Damnation. Uh, that's the full title. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that doesn't tickle nothing in your jimmies, I don't know. You ain't got them. All right? No. That album just goddamn... I, I, I was from from second one, from, from when they first released Gila Monster as a... Uh, 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 as a single before the before the album released, uh, I, I listened to that just over and over. Like literally driving around in my car by myself, had it cranked as high as I can go without my speakers blowing out. And the song would end, and I'm like, I really should listen to a different song. And I would just hit back and just listen to that song again. Um, but front to back, Tudor to Snooter, that album just fucking owned my the entire summer for me. I, I could not get enough of it. Um, How long is it? Isn't it like twelve minutes long or something? No, 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 no. I don't. It's longer than that. It's like in um, and out. I can handle. I can take that. <laughs> <laughs> but the other one uh, was Queens of the Stone Age in Times New Roman. Um, Queens mm. of the Stone Age is my favorite band, um, and I was super looking forward to this, and I fucking love it. Um, and I listened. It was my second most listened to album of the year. But uh, I mean, I had to give it to the one I listened to the most, and that was that was King Gizzard, baby. Wow. Um, okay. Nice. Yeah. How about you, Brent? What? And the reason I'm going to Brent is because he's the other host of I'm the not show. Gonna, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> well, tell you what, Dave. Why don't Why don't you go next, and then I'll, I'll Ooh, close it switch out. Switch it up. Yeah. Hell yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, this was easy for me because I still buy CDs, so I have. I was like, what did I What did I buy this year? Um, yeah. So I'll give a couple quick shout-outs to like a couple th- things I listened to. Um, I really liked um, Revamped, um, the Thank you. En- entire Demi Lovato album that was like all rock remixes. Um, I've, always, I've always been a fan of hers. She's one of my favorite pop stars, and to see mm-hmm. her fully embrace the rock side of it, um, I loved. I didn't love. I don't think every song was the strongest, but um, I Heart Attack. I'm still. I think that's the first song on it. I'm still listening to that regularly. Like at least half of those songs are right up my fucking alley, and uh, that's saying a lot because I don't listen to a ton of pop music regularly. But uh, yeah, man, shout out to that album because it's so fucking good. She she went way harder than she needed to, uh, just of her own accord. And uh, you know we gotta applaud her for that. Absolutely. That uh, a quick aside. That album is essentially the thesis for like why I started my YouTube channel. I think the first mashup I had was of Heart Attack. And it's because oh, cool. there's so many good pop, like, female vocals that I'm like, what if you could just put this to something heavy? And that's almost yeah. what all of mine are. It's like, what if you put a, a Britney Spears vocal to, like, a, a Papa Roach or Godsmack song or something like that to see what mm-hmm. would come out of it? And she basically just did it on her own. I thought it was sick. Fuck um, yeah. The other two quick ones I'll give a shout-out to, um, The Mockingbird and The Crow. By Have you ever heard of an artist by the name of Hardy? Hardy. Uh, yeah, I believe it's called Carl's Juniors, uh, exactly. west of the Mississippi. We don't have one of those like anywhere here. Oh, okay, good, Not, good. Oh, but I know I've seen Carl's Junior. Fuck you. <laughs> um, I just watch Idiocracy. Sorry. No, that's that's okay. Um, he is a country artist, and it's a genre I do not give a shit about at all. 
Okay. I went to see uh, a, I went to a country show with my wife in August for someone she wanted to see, and this guy opened. Didn't know, didn't know a thing about him, but I, I I'm listening to him, and even she's looking at me, and she's like, "This is like this sounds like your music." Uh, and it did. So I looked it up. He put out an album in January 23. It's called The Mocking. It's very smart guy in the way that it's handled, but it's called The Mockingbird and the Crow. The Mockingbird is in lowercase, and the Crow is in uppercase. The song titles, the first half of it's lowercase, the second half's uh, uppercase. And uh, the first half of the album is, like, as cookie-cutter, traditional, like, country as you could get. The second half of it is his, like, metal take on it. And it's, wow. uh, I was expecting it to be, like, stupid, but I heard the one song live, and I'm like, let's check it out. It's very, like, a more serious Kid Rock, um, oh, okay. in a way of, like, Jeremy McKinnon from A Day to Remember is featured on one of the songs, and I would say, like, I don't know if you've heard new A Day to Remember, they're kind of getting slower in more country, so I figured it was gonna be, like, more of a ballad. No, it goes okay. hard as fuck. He's, he's like, screaming in it. And uh, wow. I've, okay. I've, like, listened to and read interviews, and, and this guy's like, yeah, like, I know I'm, I'm from Nashville, and I like country, but, like, I grew up on, like, Attack, Attack and all this core music, fuck and I, yeah. I wanted to somehow put it in my music, so I did a back half of the album is all my, my metal stuff. And it's really fucking good. The 16th huh. track on this is called Kill Shit Till I Die. I'm in. I'm yeah. fucking in. I just downloaded it. No, it's a song about wow. hunting. But it's like it's like it's funny <laughs> enough, and it's like man, this kind of goes hard for country. Like it's very yeah. very funny. Um, interesting. That's interesting. So I, I would recommend that. It, the other album, I will not. It's not very good in full. But there's a couple really strong tracks off of a uh, Scissors, which is the first Taproot album in God probably a decade. It was, okay. It was supposed to be just a project that I guess Stephen Richards, the singer, was working on by himself, and then the band was like, ah, we're, we're not doing anything." Um, so they all recorded it, I guess, together and are now playing it live. So it's been a, a decade's work of just different songs, but there's a couple of really strong songs on it. Oh, interesting. Cool. I never got into Taproot, but again, they were kind of like dancing on the edges of the type of music I was listening to. I sure. know they, uh, uh, Stephen Root did a uh, vocal on that remix album from Linkin Park. Yes. And, uh, Stephen Root did? <laughs> Steve, I wasn't going yeah, to, I wasn't going to sing about his, his, his stapler, you know? What yeah. are you talking about? Where's the weird Richard. one? <laughs> no, what what uh, what is the guy's name? Stephen Richards. Stephen Richards. Yep. Oh. Huh. Are you thinking of Jim Root from Slipknot? I don't know what I'm th- I don't think I'm thinking. It's the problem. Steve Root. That's okay. Steve Root. <laughs> yeah. Steve Root might be on that album. I have no fucking idea. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, thank you for the uh, recommendation on that. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I'm, I've been uh, trying to uh, step outside my comfort zone in various mediums. So I was like, you know what? I, I tried listening to, um, I can't even think of who it was, uh, uh, some fucking country guy that people like a lot. Uh, Staples? Not Vince Staples. He's a rapper, right? Chris Stapleton? There we go. Chris Stapleton. Somebody mentioned that he's got like a, a new album that leans more into the rock. And I listened to one song. and I was like, nah, this is country, dude. I it's, don't want to hear it. It's tough, man. That's like my my wife grew up in, I don't want to say the sticks, but like it's so hard for me to relate to any country music because I didn't grow like I grew up in like a very rural white neighborhood. That's like none of the song topics are about that. So I've always <laughs> heard the, the, the saying of like you uh, you if you're saying you don't like a genre, that means you haven't heard the right thing. And I'm like, well, that's not the case for country. 
and this is <laughs> right. again this is just off it's like a heavier kid rock it's it's yeah it's changed my mind about it where I, I thought it was really well done so yeah definitely check that out that works for me you know i'll give it a shot hell yeah i'm from anything rural else? oklahoma oh. and i <laughs> i i will okay i can't say i hate country because i pretty much like i like country before like 1990 <laughs> uh like old country like johnny um, cash like kind of more like folk kind of stuff yeah merle haggard i fucking love merle haggard um what you love his like merle haggard. oh my god Do you stop talking about it his race yeah his his opinions on race merle haggard a lot of old yeah. country artists have really really good politics merle haggard yeah. is pretty progressive oh uh, I'm thinking of one of the other ones. What's his name? Uh, Vince Stapleton? Maybe that's the guy. <laughs> he says the N-word a lot. You can't say Vince he does Stapleton. it. Stephen Root. Well, he does say that. Yeah, he does say yeah. the N-word a lot. Well, see, when, when, he, when Ross says the progressive, it's because back when Lincoln was president, see, the Democrats were actually the bad guy or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Not my president. Right. <laughs> Go on. No, Merle Haggard actually said that uh, he thought Obama was a really great guy and was doing a really good job, and he pissed all these rednecks off. Oh, uh, okay. And mm-hmm. yeah, he, he's like an he's like an old school like the old school Democrats like the the that are like you know pro pro worker pro like working man, but like also you know pretty open minded for the most part. Um, uh, okay. Love Merle Haggard. I wasn't but, trying to make yeah. fun of him for you, Ross. I'm sorry that bit went on no. longer well, than I. I defended him. I defended him unnecessarily lengthily so <laughs> and girls we met, we met each other in the, in the middle <laughs> you do the same uh, for you <laughs> <laughs> dave do you have any other uh albums you want to mention barbie soundtrack kicked ass but that's that's, I mean, that's a lot that's, of artists the, that's uh, all right there the the uh version that um oh what's her, gail did of a i don't know if you've heard her butterflies version it's in the movie it's like a punk rock version that samples the main Riff in Butterfly by very uh, everyone's favorite band, Crazy Town. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a real fun song. But that whole soundtrack's Look. really, really good. The Dua Lipa songs on it's good. I, that's that was like yeah. the, the wedding song of the summer. I feel like for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dua Lipa, uh, pretty solid pop star. I love together. Her. I think yeah. she's my favorite right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, I want to, uh, I guess, mention a few things. Uh, so the new album from Killer Mike came out this year oh. uh, first solo album in quite a while and uh i think it's just called michael if i remember correctly ross is that right do you know i'm sorry i was writing something down i was taking notes oh, oh my god yes sorry i'm shocked uh, michael yeah is that <laughs> the name of killer i <laughs> yeah it is michael <laughs> it is michael yes, okay thank yes. you thank you dave thank you ross get back to what you were doing uh i i listened to that i had heard that it's more like soulful and uh, almost like a gospel album so i was like yeah. i don't know man I, I really like killer mike though so i threw it on and it is very much like a rap album to me i but he talks about like very real shit there's one song on there where he's talking about like uh an abortion like a conversation between he and his girl of uh at the time uh talking about like going to get an abortion and a uh, fairly heavy song but you know we've got a feature from lp his uh partner in run the jewels so gotta love that um but yeah overall i i enjoyed it more than i expected i would just based on some of the uh the scuttlebutt out there on the internet but uh i thought that one I was, was pretty disappointed good. why is that i don't like gospel rap i don't like gospel rap again i don't i don't i didn't feel that's what this was 
I, there's there's a few songs on there that I I do like, but I think the album as a whole, like listening to it front to back, I was like, eh, this is just a little too much gospel rap for me. Um, hmm. It's just not something I have a connection with. That is but, a specific uh, there's a few genre. songs on there I dig. I like yeah. I like the one song with LP. Uh, those are yeah, that that one's solid. Yeah. Um, beyond that, uh, you know, I have I know we haven't got there in the uh, new metal timeline yet, but uh, Lincoln Park's Mike Shinoda. Just dropped a new EP this year. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah, it's called the Crimson Chapter. Is and it Fort he, Minor, or is that's it what just I was going to ask. Mike Shinoda. No, it's just Mike Shinoda. He's released oh, uh, wow. like an EP back in like 2018, and then an actual album, and it's all under his name. And oh, wow. uh, so he's like kind of taking a swing at being a solo artist. I've seen um, like YouTube videos of like full concerts where he's played his own songs of course and then also mixed in a few tracks from like lincoln park but like you know played on piano like he played in the end on piano um did a really cool version of it did some fort minor songs i think he maybe like kind of sprinkled in like a, a few like covers here and there but uh overall i just i i like his whole vibe you Is know it rap I, heavy album uh kind of sort of so this this ep <laughs> that i'm talking about he has a song he released as a single called already over and on that it's more of like a rock song it's not as heavy as a like heavy lincoln park song but it is more uh rocking than some of his more recent output um so people have really gravitated toward that because they're like yes more guitars in your music please but he also released a um like on this ep he's got looks like six different versions of already over on this radio so he's got and squeaky clean <laughs> well i don't know that the original one has any cursing on it but so like the first track is this like uh instrumental intro to this ep it's called already over crimson intro then already over is the second track after that we've got a remix then uh, the fourth song is a remix of a different song called fine after that we've got a fort minor remix of already over which has some of the same like musical like uh uh ideas from the original version but it's like it's turned into like a hip-hop song and it has this um uh, the feature on it i can't think of the the guy's name right now but he's pretty fucking solid as well uh after that he's got the uh the song from uh screams chester bennington no how dare you so that that's interesting i didn't know he had a song on there i was actually going to bring up um Mm -hmm. demi lovato has a very good song on the scream soundtrack and mike shinoda's in the music video yeah he produced that track that's a very fucking good song it really That's is crazy. Um, but yeah, he did uh, in my head from that soundtrack, which is on this EP. I gotta and to then that. Uh, there's a, yet another remix of already over. And then the last track, track eight is called already over part two. This has more of a, like an electronic feel to it. And he does some rap, rap, ribbity raps uh, toward the end of it. Uh, so I just, I just really like Mike Shinoda and uh, he's like a, um, a creator. I will follow another creator. Or creators, I will follow my favorite Damn. album of the year, Joey Valance and Bray. You know, Ross, I yeah. I gotta give it to you. Uh, you bringing this uh, this hip hop duo? Damn these, it! These boom tyrants into my life. I completely forgot that they had an album. I'm so used to them releasing singles. I I would have put mm-hmm. that one on that punk tag because I would have put that on there. Well, this is why I bring it up because I was kind of racking my brain leading up to this record. Like, what what is my favorite album of this year? Because we. 
look, we listen to a lot of music on the podcast, but it's old music from like two decades yeah. plus ago. So that, obviously that's not going to count. Chamber music. And I was trying to think of like the more recent stuff. Some of the more <laughs> recent stuff I have listened to, but it hasn't been my favorite. But th- I- I'm the same way. I listened to uh, Joey Valance and Bray uh, earlier this year uh, when I was on vacation. And I was like, oh, cool. Their album's here. And like... 75% of it is music I've already heard. I yeah, like the music a exactly, lot, but it's yeah. like, I okay, I've, I've kind of heard this already. But that said, taking a break from it and then going back to that album recently, it is very refreshing. It's so much fucking fun. I love the boom bap uh, approach to hip hop. We don't get a yeah. lot of that anymore. I love how stupid and silly the lyrics are. I love mm-hmm. all of the like pop culture references. It all like works for me. And it's just like uh, they reference the, Power Rangers like six times. Exactly, perfect. That's great. The, the number of uh, proper Rangers in the first season of Power Rangers. Hashtag never yes. forget. You know, ever. I did think never. that uh, that's not even necessarily my thing, but I did listen to some of their stuff after you you brought it up on that episode. It was it was definitely cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it was. It's just got energy that style to it. Before. Yeah, yeah. It it uh, it. It, I, I want albums that feel like someone was having fun when they were making it. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. and like that is an album. Yeah. That's an album <laughs> where I'm just like, these guys were just having a fucking blast. Damn, Dave. <laughs> wow. Got him. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, well, definitely. Um, it feels like uh, they were having fun when they, uh, they uh, was it like Joey uh, makes the beats for them? I think that's right. That's a fun job like, in that group. Yeah. Yeah, it's like all in-house, yeah. whatever it is. And yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Just, I love all the uh, the references they pull, like that newest singer single, uh, Can't Stop Now, has SpongeBob at the beginning, and Dave oh, sent us yeah. a video of like, where that came from, like the episode of SpongeBob that, that came from. That has to be right. intentional, given that he sampled a song used in a SpongeBob episode. I'm sure that was intentional. Yes, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Just well, this great. guy's about to find out, like, holy, what are the fucking chances, like? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. um, does anybody else have anything that uh, anything else just in general that they that they enjoyed this year? Any media um, that you like? <laughs> um, the um, I will say the uh, there's a, a podcast that came out this year. It was during the writer's strike uh, called Strike Force Five. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but it's like the five major late nice oh. late nice hosts in America. Yes, uh, and it's like Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, John Oliver, Stephen Colbert, and then uh, fifth one Conan is no, not Conan. You Fuck. named everybody. That's it. I know. I feel like I I did. It's going to be it's a lot. Oh, of uh, Seth Meyers. Seth oh, Meyers sure. is on there. So uh, it's, it's the five of them, and uh, they're doing the show for uh, essentially to raise money through sponsorship to uh, donate to their crews during the writer strike, and uh, it's, it's very commendable, and it's so fucking funny. I was a little bit skeptical. I'm not the biggest fan of, like, Jimmy Fallon necessarily, but uh, he really is, like, the butt of most of the jokes, especially when you get, like, five-plus episodes in. I would say this. And I heard this on a podcast. I'm just repeating this information, but it's so accurate that it's it has to be true. That look, you may not uh, may not sound necessarily appealing to you, 
if you're a fan of comedy podcasts, maybe a bit more so. If you're Ross, probably not at all. But uh, I would say listen to the show, and by episode five, you will be fully locked in. It's the episode where they ask questions from their wives, essentially. Ooh. And sh- shit goes just way wrong from the jump, and they just, like, pummel Jimmy Fallon, and it's just so fucking funny. And then that whole episode debacle gets brought back on subsequent episodes and then you hear callbacks from earlier episodes and later episodes and it just sounds like so much fucking fun man like i wish they continued to do this version of this podcast uh it was just like i think 10 or 12 episodes and they were they were done you know once the strike was over they moved on but uh it, it was a ton of fun to listen to and it sounded like a true nightmare to edit though just everyone cross talking Oh, is how sure. it could have been, but it, it sounds much more clear uh, in the the version that we hear as the audience. So well, I would give that my time, recommendation. Strike Force 5. Strike Force 5. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give a quick shout out to, uh, even though it technically started last year, I think they really hit their stride oh this year. Hey, Randy. Oh, boy. Hey, Randy. Yeah. Um, it's paywalled, so good luck. Um, <laughs> Unless you have money to spare, then it's like, okay. Uh, it's under it. the Comedy Bang Bang uh, world. world. Yeah. Uh, so you can sign up for that. It's not that expensive. Um, but they've got a bunch of great uh, great stuff behind that paywall. Um, but Hey Randy, I think, is the uh, the standout. And I feel like they really just uh, killed it. Every time I saw that pop up in my feed this year, I was like mm-hmm. instant play. Because it only comes out every... Uh, it's like every two weeks, so. I think. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, like a, uh, Dave, it's a, like a comedy advice show, essentially. So we've got okay. several different like improv comedians in a studio together being these like weird, deranged characters, essentially. And then they have listener calls that they play and then they like try to give them advice. And it's just it's bonkers. They're basically playing those people that still live in your hometown that still listen to new metal that are like stoners and have all this weird, stupid drama with each other. Um, they're playing those characters. Hell yeah. So they reference new metal a lot, actually. Oh, that's fun. Uh, during the podcast. Um, but, uh, they're basically losers that stayed in their hometown. Uh, I, I won't say loser losers, but mm, losers. Um, but, uh, they, they play these huge exaggerated characters, uh, that are just fucking, uh, incredible. It's, it's so goddamn funny, but, um, uh, yeah. So, um, and the Dave. best podcast that came out this year, <laughs> the nudist colony, <laughs> the one you're listening to, you're welcome you know, the, the worst part of having Dave on these episodes <laughs> is that we have zero <laughs> listens uh, to those episodes because Dave, again, is the, the one sole listener. Uh, but Dave, uh, outside of this dumb show, what have you been listening to in the world of podcasts or any other media that you want to mention? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I guess, a little biased. I, w- I was going to give a shout out because I think, especially compared to 2022, I think you guys have continued to find your groove and 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 continue to make this better. I thought it was a phenomenal year at the nudist headquarters. Um, Thank you. And it was fantastic (laughs) to be a part of it. Uh, As for what I'm listening to, I mean, it's, it's, I guess the same old shit listening to, to you guys, Roach coach. I still listen to some sports podcasts. I mean, I I watch a lot of Mm -hmm. football and hockey, which takes a lot of a, I guess it distracts me quite a bit, which is probably part of the reason I don't 
I can say, oh, I don't, you know, don't know where I found the time to not watch movies. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I had those 16 straight Sundays where I loafed on the couch <laughs> and watched football all day while I had no idea what was going on in the world outside of that. Um, that sounds great. Oh, it's fucking awesome. You get some pizza, you get some wings. I, t- I nod off at one point for like an hour and a half in the middle of the day. Um, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Again, my, my wife's like, I wish we could find more time. I'm like, yeah, I just, I don't know. If there's, You're in dad training already. Yeah, as there's 82 <laughs> hockey games on a year that I write out on a calendar, I'm like, I mean, I'll, I'm not going to catch all of them. Yeah, uh, holy shit. So, yeah, stuff like that can be a lot. But uh, to be honest, um, you guys kept me pretty busy this year. Good. Good. That was the goal. You know, kept you kept you uh, company on your your wedding day leading up to your wedding. You did. And and it's given me to see this all happen and how you guys do it. I can see sometimes you guys are even saying, like, I got to find time for that. Well, I imagine it's probably time. It's got to be tough to talk about on your podcast movies and things you're watching old albums and then find time like this time you're recording is time you don't have to listen to them. I know that sounds stupid and obvious, but it's like that is couple hours out of your week that you spend editing and stuff i imagine it's tough to find time to to consume all the media that you then talk to me about (laughs) (laughs) kind of sort of kind of sort of uh i will say like for me personally and this is just like a podcaster's point of view is uh the recording part fun as shit best part of it for sure you know the scheduling and coordinating all of that stuff is like tedious but it's it's uh, worth it in the end to have all of us here and then this part pure delight you know we're just you know three bitches out here talking shit and then (laughs) the editing lesser fun but still like manageable i've done it enough times my least favorite part of the whole process actually yeah would be writing the description and trying to make it sound different this time you know and then uh posting to social media i'm just i've just been fully gassed out from that I want you to know I do yeah. read the descriptions of yours. I don't for everybody's, but I do because oh, I know cool. you actually are good about putting notes about, like, here's the music we talked about, and it's easy for me to mm-hmm. go rather than rewind and try to figure out when you, you said something. It's really yeah. – it it does get read. I've, I've listened to podcasts before where they're talking about, like, I don't know, comics or music or something like that. And I'm like, wait, who is – like, I'm driving, and I don't have time to, like yeah. – uh, You go check and it's just a HelloFresh link or something. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> You know how many times I've subscribed to that, thinking it would give me the the name of the album they were talking about. Never. Does. It's just it's just so much easier. We we you know try to be uh, uh, conscious of the listener's point of view for that. Two years yeah. you you don't have any ads yet. I wouldn't blame you if you ever went that route, but well, so far you're, you're still a man of the people. Hey, Dave. Hey, you know what? Nobody's gonna sponsor this shit. You know, that's just pure chaos. We just talk about come way too much, dude. <laughs> There is a lot of uh, there is a lot of come talk. A lot of come talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, congrats to you on being uh, uh, an upcoming father. That's great. Thank you. It's it, it, a lot of come was involved. I would like to think. <laughs> you would like to think. How much was it actually wasn't. involved? Well, again, it was the one time. Oh, of course. <laughs> it had been years and years of me saving. Said. Oh yes. I have been edging for like so. forty years. Yeah. It was like a two liters worth. Jesus Christ! <laughs> she was coughing it out oh, of her mouth. Man. Like it was disgusting. I thought she like, like, she looked like she had like got come out of like a lake, like was all bloated and like waterlogged. If it's you would like, like if, to sponsor the show, <laughs> it's like if RC Cola had an eggnog flavor that was just Jesus. like sprayed her direction. <laughs> what a 
full of we're a, open for submissions tier, for tier soda. Hey, you know what? Oof. It's it's good sometimes. That was the Relax. soda they had at like our like the basement in our church. Yeah. <laughs> Mountain lightning. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Doctor Thunder. Mr. Yeah. Pepper. <laughs> Mr. Pepper. All right. Well, um, I think that'll probably do it for us for today. Uh, went a little over what I said we were going to do. Um, yeah, only by 51 minutes. Fault. Only by 51 minutes. Thankfully, no work-related stuff came up, so we're good. good. We're good. Great. We're all good. Um, okay, does anybody else have anything that uh, they want to uh, talk about? Uh, Dave, what are your plugs? What do you want to uh, oh, tell yeah, the plugs. our <laughs> listeners to? Um, you can still go check out the Tattoo Snaps podcast and YouTube page. Yeah. There's, there's nothing new on it since the last time we were here. Um, well, if we've got new listeners, then that'd be a good place for them to start. Yeah, so that's uh, to yeah. Dave, our listener, if you're out there. Um, uh-huh. Check out <laughs> check out your page. Um, and, uh, hey, watch. You know what? If you want to feel nostalgia for 2021, go watch Squid Games. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's, pretty yeah. Forgot- it's like a thing I kind of forgot about until they put this challenge up. That was a good show. I really thought these... Uh, the like costumes like those like fuchsia costumes with the the shape on the face i really thought those costumes were going to be everywhere that following halloween i mean i had barely seen anyone in those i think it was the barbie effect where everyone thought everyone was going to do ken and barbie this year and everyone because of that got scared off of doing it and you didn't see any uh i say i thought that was going to be everybody and i think everybody who was going to do that was like well we can't do that like that's everyone's going to do that yeah Yeah, and then nobody did it I guess we'll just go as mustard and ketchup for the 18th consecutive year. <laughs> sexy mustard and sexy. ketchup. Yeah, slutty yeah. sex. Slutty. It's funny because yeah. Brent's, yeah. Brent's wearing red and Dave's wearing yellow. You guys are much <laughs> Oh, that's true. Oh, wow. That's true. Yeah. All right. I'll be mustard. Oh, fuck. I fucked it up. God damn it. <laughs> I better catch up, Brent. Oh. Right. Uh, up, up. Hey, you, Dave, you can't say that. You can't. I can say that, but you can't say that. Mm-hmm. Brown I've got the red shirt on. That's yeah. That's wow. I was I was kind of come up with a mustard pump, but I don't. I don't have one. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I so rarely have mustard puns in the bag ready to be used. Okay, yeah. Let me just yeah. clarify. If if Mayo. you were like walking by an Arby's and somebody says something about horsey sauce, you're good to go. But mustard, that's where Empty you flounder bag. a little bit. Yeah. Damn. Goddamn, I love horsey sauce. Got I think that's. Right I was All gonna right. say I think that's how uh, Dave got his wife pregnant. Yeah. You know what? Ooh, I, I want to give a shout out to one more thing. I had Arby's for the first time this year. I'm not joking. <gasps> for the first time, like ever? Yes. Oh my goddamn! And it was maybe June. Like it was halfway through the year. Katie wow. my calls. It was sleeping on the it's, couch tonight. It's so crazy. We had we have one like kind of ten minutes from here. It's not. It's kind of a pain to get to. And I mm-hmm. live walking distance from Taco Bell, McDonald's, like five pizza places. There's no. It was just kind of like a thing that's out of the way. And I've only Living ever heard dream. like the jokes about how it's gross. You know what I mean? Like I feel like wow. that is the fast food chain you joke about not wanting to eat. Yeah. Um, and I looked at their menu. I'm like, there's like buffalo chicken. Sl-. Like, what is going on? So I picked up a couple buffalo chicken sliders. I went back like four times since then to get those. They're really good. Yeah, Hell Arby's yeah. is the truth. I look. I'm guilty of it myself of using Arby's as a punchline. Because it's just it's it's called Arby's. It's pretty fucking perfect. I think you know? it's still gross, but I like it. 
it's yeah. gross, but in the best possible way. You know, it's just if, if you've got like fucking meat folds on bread and you're calling that food. Okay, sure. It's basically like skin tag sandwiches that you're getting there, you know? So Jesus I haven't actually Christ. had any roast beef from there yet, and I've been there a couple times. I've just, you, is it good? You got to get those RBCs. Roast beef and cheddar. Oh, my God. Amen. That's great. Yeah. That's my go-to roast beef and cheddar I'll, every time. Have you you get those cookies? little, like, uh, those uh, burnt onions on top. It's like, is this rat okay. shit? Is it burnt onions? Like, which is this? Let's try it, you know? Just go... Go full board. And you got to uh, uh, throw some Arby sauce on it and maybe have a little side Arby sauce that you dip that yep. Sammy in. Pro tip, Pro tip. Mix the Arby sauce and the horsey sauce together. together and then dip your sandwich in it. Bada bing. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be really gross and disgust my wife every time. Um, I do. Get the uh, mozzarella sticks and um, get the roast beef and cheddar and then take it apart and then put the mozzarella sticks inside the sandwich and squish it together and love it. eat it. Perfect. Bliss. That's, that's what My I wife realized. I'm disgusting. That's what I realized about Arby's. Look at it, like the stuff they just put out. They had the uh, like a good burger two sponsored meal and they had mac and cheese bites. I'm like, you know, Arby's is just doing the gross shit no one, no other fast food chain is willing to try and I love that. I, again, it's it's that, that special niche that they're practicing in that uh, no one can touch them. Like, who's going to be the next Arby's? Nobody wants to be the next Arby's because no one wants to be the first Arby's. <laughs> Fucking, that's 2D chess, bro. Yeah, have you guys Brent and I used to have cookies? a good friend who worked at Arby's, and he told us to never eat there. And yet, years later, we still do it. Mike, yeah, I, I don't go he worked often. There, he was like, never eat there. Never eat there. <laughs> Like, I don't care, dude. I'm eating it. I mean, it's pretty good. Like, in a pinch, it's it's pretty good. You know, it's yeah. I, it's not anything that I uh, seek out necessarily. But, like, now that we're talking about it, I kind of want an RBC. You know what I'm saying? Same. Yeah. I've and then also, Dave, out. like, as another, like, professional tip, and I mean this with all sincerity. I know we, look, I know we're, again, three dudes just hanging out, three best friends, shooting that shit, having fun. Blood whacking. I, I want to be perfectly clear and I, I want there to be no mistakes that what I'm saying is in any way meant in jest. Never get Arby's homestyle fries ever. There's no God. reason for it. Are those not the curly ones? Exactly. Like, right. I, I don't yeah, know why, why they have them. I, exactly. There's no purpose that is served to have those there. Nobody gets them. And if they do, honestly, they're probably they- a witch. They call the cops the and they arrest you for being a goddamn lunatic. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> it's just like a it's like it's like a Chris Hansen situation. Like they're just seeing who like, who's gonna order. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a guy walks in there with wine coolers. Have a seat. Did you order the fries? So I, like, oh, yeah. No, I saw this on yeah. TV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He gets tackled by a fat guy with his uh his shirt riding up and pepper spray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I'll ask one because I've asked, I know I've, I've been preaching on it. Have you guys had the Arby's cookies? This is an important. Oh. Ooh. The, I don't the, remember if I have. Dude, they the come, chocolate with the uh, salted caramel or the salt, they have, salted caramel or something? At least last time I was there, they had that one, and they had, like, a Reese's Pieces one, and they come warm. Yes. Like in a, it's, Hey, don't we? Hey, man, don't, don't we, we all, brother? Though. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I think it's, like, salted chocolate chip cookies or yeah, something. Like, that's all, the one I always so get. They're good. fucking incredible yes you wow. wouldn't have thought arby's fucking dessert knocked it out of the park they didn't give me some mm-hmm. my ice cream machines broken shit that i was good i won't name the other place but yeah Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. yeah <laughs> I, I get what you're doing yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, um, I guess that's probably going to do it for the nudist colony for the year of 2023. We did Hope it. you guys have a good, happy holidays. Hope you guys have a good, happy New Year's. And I hope that your dicks are full with cum, your pussies are fully lubricated. I think I just saw your wife like walk into your your yeah. room as <laughs> yeah she's over there <laughs> as you were saying that I was yeah. like wow yeah there's there she is there she hey is. shout out to Katie hey there's Katie all right all right well um in that case I guess all that's left to do is well away down yonder on the Chattahoochee it gets hotter than a hoochie coochie we laid rubber on the Georgia asphalt we got a little crazy but we never get fucked <laughs> well bye. bye 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 <laughs> right. fantastic uh bye <laughs>